Welcome to Contractor Cuts, where we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly of growing a successful contracting company. Welcome back to Contractor Cuts. My name is Clark Turner. I'm Jared Flo. Thank you for joining us again. So this week, we are talking about the ADHD contractor. Yep. Is it a weakness? Is it a is it your kryptonite? Is it your superpower? How are you as a contractor uh, successful? Uh, not despite your 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 ADHD, but uh, by using it and utilizing it. It's also not just for contractors with ADHD. It's for those that deal with us. That's right. It's for the employees that have an ADHD uh, boss. It's for a boss that is an ADHD employee. It's for the guy managing his subs that. Uh, seem to be that way. And ADHD is a spectrum from uh, the normal person who just kind of has some some uh, self-control slash I, I get distracted all the way through the – Hard time functioning. Extreme hard yeah. time functioning mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm. on the scale. And, and it gets thrown around a ton because it's like, oh, I'm so ADHD. But the, the truth of it is it, it is a real struggle that a lot of guys have that we see all the time. I'm, I was diagnosed in – Sixth grade, yeah. so early nineties, uh, and so th- it was, and have been relatively successful, and have have <laughs> we'll see, yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's something that that for me, it, this is an easy podcast because yeah. I've struggled with this my entire life. Uh, it's been something that I've had to overcome in terms of how do I how do I act the way that I'm not normally acting? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I how to have a learn to grow and be better as a person as a contractor? Not uh, not fix it, but okay. This is my weakness. This is this is what I'm aware of that I'm not good at. How do I move beyond yeah. that? So well, that's what part, we're talking about. Today. A part of the reason why we wanted to do this one is uh, the majority of the contractors that yep. we consult with, coach, and, and whatever have some form of this, struggle with this, and it just seems to apply to this industry specifically yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, and we're gonna we're gonna go through kind of growing up with ADHD when you're when if we dive into my life because again. This isn't everybody. Everyone's got different yep. different things. Different, you know, someone could be fully diagnosed ADHD and operate differently than I do. But all I've got is my experience, and all you've got is your experience of dealing with me, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, we're raising awareness. Yeah. So, so <laughs> a lot of stuff we say might not ring true. A lot of it might ring true with you. But yeah. for me, growing up, uh, it was always something that uh, I was put in a box of lazy as disruptive as if he would just sh- sit down and shut up, then we can actually get work done. Yeah. Uh, and so my entire life growing up, I was put into that box. Mm-hmm. And, and and luckily I had parents that were awesome that, that as early as sixth grade had me tested, had me uh, going, not just testing to get medicine, but I went to a psychologist uh, many times through middle school working on it and, and and that sort of thing. But a lot of people are missed in it. A yeah. lot of people have it and are just, just, they are a lazy person or they, you know, they disrupt the class. So we need to get them out of here. How do we manage this person in, in terms of shutting them up and shutting them down yeah. as opposed to leaning into what makes them that way? Well, and, and, and I, I think also just the, the you know, males in this, you know, growing up like this get, uh, misdiagnosis, like, oh, they're just boys. Yeah. They're just boys being boys and all that stuff. Like, ah, well, they, that could be true, but there's also a part of this that could be, you know what? There's, there's something we could do to help, help them and educate them on something they struggle with. Yeah. And it's, it's funny. If you look at the industries that are high ADHD, 
in, in terms of people in that industry. I, I, I think there's two main ones. Construction industry, mm-hmm. which we're in, and that's what we're talking about. Also, the restaurant industry, mm-hmm. I think, has a, has a decent amount. And both are because the educational system in, in America aren't built for us. Mm-hmm. It, it isn't built around supporting us, uh, really watering the seeds of, of the strengths that we have. Instead, it's dealing with the weaknesses and how do we minimize those in right. the classroom. So, right. again, I can go on a, a, a three-hour mm-hmm. TED Talk about – uh, the educational system and how ADHD people are missed, but uh, that will be for a different for your podcast. TED talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll save that for the TED talk. So today we're going to run through if you have ADHD or working with someone with ADHD, what is starting a company, why it works well, why guys are so successful in the construction industry with it, and then why it, why it's so tough to turn the corner into growing your company. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of aspects. We're going to cover in strengths versus weaknesses. And so we're talking about, you know, the, the kryptonite of it that, that will kill your company and hurt your company, as well as the superpowers that you have from it. And so the goal is in this podcast to see those, to know those, and then learn from those and really develop from there of, I don't need, you know, I, I don't need to work on creativity. Usually creativity comes with ADHD, right. but I don't have to time block to be creative, but I do need to time block when I'm looking at planning, prioritizing, task management, that, that sort of thing. So how do we do that? When do you lean into that? And, and really how do you allow people around you to also lean into it too? So, yeah, and also the transition that comes with the growth of a business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to talk about kind of each, each, level of growth in mm-hmm. your company and how, how, how it works for you. So when you are starting a company, uh, it is ready, aim, fire. There are a thousand things to do. You do the best that you can to get it done. And where ADHD is a superpower is starting your company. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was I've got to do everything all at once. So I'm doing nine tasks in the matter of 10 minutes. And yeah. it's this, then I got to do this, then I got to do this, then I got to do this. And I can transition really quickly. I can put things on the shelves and compartmentalize it really quickly. And I work best in chaos. So yeah. the more chaotic things are, the more I can just knock things out. And yeah. a lot of it is priority. What do, you know, what, what is needs my attention uh, and what can I, how many fires can I put out? Uh, and so when you're going through it, uh, the the strengths that you have with ADHD versus the weaknesses, really the strengths shine r- bright when you're starting a company. Yeah. Well, and a, a part of that is I think the things that come at us when we're starting a business in the contracting industry are quick uh, in and out, you know, things. They don't require a lot of time to get them fully baked. Yep. Right. It's just things that come at you, fires that are happening. Boom. I'm going to knock that out. I'm going to get that. I'm going to call that client and uh, solve that issue. And it's quick, quick things that you can pivot, you know, from thing to thing to thing and get them solved pretty quickly. But they don't, they don't take a lot of like sit down, focus, fully bake them all the way out. That's right. right? That's right. And there's when I'm running five jobs, one man show, handling, handling everything. There's only a certain number of fires that can come up with that. And mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm a great firefighter. Yep. I can put out any fire. I can think through. I'm critically thinking, oh, yeah, we got to do this. We got to do this. Logistically, we'll fix this. And we can go through and get rid of those fires real quickly yep. as they come up. And so we get in this mindset of uh, I'm just going to do everything I can. I'm going to do about 80% well on most things because I don't have time to do everything well. And the stuff that I don't get to, it doesn't matter, right? I, yep. I don't need to time block for marketing and directional things because – 
I've got so much work. I got six months of, of clients waiting for me to, to do work. Yeah. Right. And so a, a lot of the planning, the strategizing, the thinking through what needs to be organized, what, how do I manage my time better and how do I get super efficient? Mm hmm. That stuff doesn't matter when day one, right? Right. Efficiencies are great, but when you're picking up two percent of profit on a job, and I'm doing you know two hundred thousand dollars a year, that's not a big pickup. I can sacrifice that. Right. When we're doing five million a year, ten million a year, two percent is a ton of money. Right. Right. It's a different two percent can be the difference of success and failure for a company closing the doors versus thriving, and, yeah. and it, it's not that important day one, day two, day three. It's important year two, year three, year four. Well, and I, I think with a with a small a small contracting company that's yep. that's able that the owner is op- able to operate in their strengths or superpowers, um, you can stay in that space and really avoid, for the most part, avoid the kryptonite items, yep. the things that you know uh, th- that are required for business and growth, and uh, you can stay in that spot and just remain in your superpowers. But I think that's a part of the reason why we hear so many people saying, I've been on the hamster wheel forever, mm-hmm. and I just can't get to that next level. And a part of that moving to the next level is the reorder, reorganizing of the priorities of things that have to be done. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where all of a sudden the kryptonite comes into play. And if you don't, if you don't know what to do with it, 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 it you, you fall back into ba- the, your old behaviors. I'm just going to go to my superpowers. Yeah. So. Right? Looking at starting a company or the first year or two running a company or when you're a one-man show, two-man show running, I'm going to read through the strengths and the weaknesses Mm -hmm. of someone. This is my top five strengths, top five weaknesses uh, as as an ADHD person, right? I'll determine that. All right. Hyper-focus, right? That's a strength. I I can focus – on one thing, if it's interesting, if it grabs me, if it needs to be done, if I enjoy it, if it's if it's tapping into my creativity mm-hmm, or something I enjoy, mm-hmm. I can focus on one thing for a long time. And people think, no, it's your ADHD. You have a attention deficit. No, I have a hyper attention. I pay attention to everything. I can. You can ask me what's in my fridge, and I, I've got a photogenic, uh, a photographic brain of okay, I know where everything is because I pay attention to it all, right? right. And so, I I have a, a an over a large amount of attention everywhere and I can focus it on something if it's fun, awesome right. and enjoyable. That's yeah. why contractors, you know, I can go and renovate a house and be out there and be doing, you know, framing and electric whatever I'm doing out there, it's really fun and I'm good at it. So right. I can sit there and do that for 8 hours straight. Well, and that's why in the in, in the past there have been days where you've come in and you've you've literally sat behind a computer, which is for an ADD person is like kryptonite, yeah. right? But you've sat behind a computer and you're like dialing in a spreadsheet because mm-hmm. it's creative yep. and you spend hours making this thing perfect and there's colors and there's, you know, conditional things that when I press this, this happens, you'll spend hours and hours and hours rocking that thing out and it'll be amazing, right? But the, the hyper-focus piece of it is that was the thing that you were doing and the, the, you're, you were, you're able to do that yeah. is the point of, of being hyper-focused. It, the, a great example of what you just said, I can sit for four hours and build a spreadsheet to get the answers from the financial, the financial spreadsheets that we already have. I can pull them all together and make a really cool, awesome spreadsheet that gives me the answers I want. Right. If you want me to maintain that spreadsheet and update it weekly – 
not going to be gonna the thing. Right. Because that's just ma- – that's not fun. That's not the creative. That's mm-hmm. not d- doing something that's new and it's monotonous, same old, every single week doing the same thing. That's never going to happen for me right. unless I, I, I change – my mentality and, and, and how I, and my prioritization of things. Right. So hyper-focus is, is one of the strengths. Another strength, creativity. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, I don't know if this is nature or nurture, but a, a lot of ADHD uh, people have, uh, are high, high creatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that for me, I think it's because we always have to troubleshoot how to do things. And we always have to be thinking outside the box because we, we were born that uh, we were grew up our entire lives Having to do things that were hard for other that were hard for us and easy for other people. Yeah. So I'm always looking at different angles, how to logistically do things differently, and and the create the creative side of me allows me to just run wild and yeah. and, and do that. I, I think for you, what I've seen in that is that you don't when you walk into a room, you don't just see the room for what it is. Yeah. You instinctually see what it can be. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three on my list is multitasking. Uh, multitasking is absolutely a strength of someone with ADHD. And when you're starting a company, running running a company as a one-man show, it is the most important uh, skill that you have to have. Yeah. I have to be able to, uh, while I'm you know, putting paint on the wall, answer my phone to talk to a client. When I hang up, I got to reply to a text from a different client. And then I've got to also reply to a text for a crew and order the material and then get back to painting. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. In and out. I can do that. That is a huge strength. for. And, and that actually gives, uh, gives you energy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I see days now in our current life where there are multiple areas where you're having to be engaged in different companies, yep. different areas in the company, and you'll have a meeting after a meeting after a phone call after a meeting after an executable that are all hour to hour and a half pivots. Yep. And you'll just boom, 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 and knock those things out. And you're able to make those transitions very, very easily and quickly. And you're super energized by the end of the day by that. Yeah. Well, and, uh, I was labeled as a procrastinator, uh-huh. and I I still uh, believe that I am a procrastinator. Right, but it's also something that that procrastination uh, is a killer until you until you're in that chaos, and it's uh-huh. like okay, so this is the stuff that's rising to the top. I put that off. I can, but if I have one thing to do today, that's going to get done at the end of the day, and I'm gonna I'm just gonna do whatever I want to do, and then I'll finally get to that if I have to. Right, right, and so it's it's a if I've got all these things to do, I'm, I'm multitasking. There's no time or space to procrastinate. It's, right, well, I got to get this done because I got to get this other thing done. So let's just do it. Right, um, right. N- number four, adaptability. Um, being able to uh, to move and adapt to situations, we you know we we've, we've termed it. I'm good at running through a forest with my eyes closed and not hitting a tree. Yeah, right. Like I can just go and we'll figure it out on the fly and we'll adapt to the situation. We'll handle it. Uh, other people uh, that I've surrounded myself with, <laughs> named Jared, likes to have a plan and likes to chill. Let's not run yet. Let's the and I need I need to know where we're going before we go. Uh, what if there's a wolf behind that tree? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Or or my wife is is also more more like you and a lot less like me but for her it's like uh that's not the plan that's not what we just talked about why are uh-huh. we doing that and i'm like well we got to do this we got to do this and we're gonna change this and it's more fun to go my i remember once in uh i graduated high school one of my favorite memories from my in my life is my dad who is a planner mm. who doesn't like to doesn't like to deviate from we got seven days planned and we're going to do it down to the minute. Right. Uh, and 
And for me, being ADHD, I'm just like, let's go have fun. Let's be crazy. We'll let's figure it out do. along let's the way. Figure yeah. it out. And I adapt to the situation. We'll figure it out when we get there. So uh, when I, my senior, after I graduated my senior year of high school, he took me to a trip to San Francisco and up and up and down the, the coast of California. Uh, and his gift to me was, we're going unplanned. We yeah. have where we're going to stay and we'll figure it out from there. What a and good it was dad. What hard, a good dad. hard for him. Yeah. But for me, it was like that you, I'm seen, right? Yeah. I, I got, this is me. This is what yeah. I, I enjoy doing. And you'll never forget that for no, sure. No, yeah. absolutely. Uh, number five, high energy levels. When you got ADHD, it comes with high energy and you got to have high energy because it will, it, this, this world drains you. And mm -hmm. so that's, that's one top five, uh, for me, strengths with ADHD, the weaknesses, and ADHD organization and time management. Mm -hmm. I am, I am a, a reformed unorganized person. <laughs> yeah. uh, ho hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I am organized where I need to be and unorganized where it doesn't matter right now right. in my life. And that's, that's, I don't have to live my life organized. I can just organize the important stuff. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, time management as well. It's difficult. And those are skills I've had to learn that I still struggle with to this day. Uh, attention to detail. I, if I care about it and it's fun, I'll have a lot of attention to that mm -hmm, detail. Mm -hmm. But if I'm uh, I'm running and gunning, I'm changing, I'm adaptable to the situation, and uh, I'm oft, often a bull in a china shop, running things over. I don't see the details. I just kind of run and go, and it happens, and we'll figure that those details out later. And then I leave people in my wake that mm -hmm. are sitting there, well, what about this? And we didn't think yeah. through this, and why don't you order this? And yeah, what it's, it's what I said earlier of like the, the, the fully baked. Yeah. There are, you know, you'll, you'll pivot and run, boom, 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 get a bunch of stuff done, yep. but they're not fully baked all the way through. So there's, it's done, but there's still more to be, uh, there's still more that has to happen. But it's done enough for me, so I'm on to the next step. <laughs> That's right. Right. That's right. Uh, and that really kills you when, during your growth period. Yeah. And we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, planning and prioritizing. Uh, the planning, prioritizing of anything, uh, I'm not good at. Yep. Right? I can I can sit down and plan something, but sitting and saying, okay, I have to do these things first uh, because they are a higher priority, even though I don't enjoy them, mm -hmm. has been a learned skill. That is not something that comes easily. Well, I I think I think where I've seen that it, it's and where this applies to probably a lot of people is that you can you can probably plan yep. and and prioritize but when something else comes up yep that there's no accountability Sticky, to that plan sticking to the plan sticking to the plan <laughs> yeah, right when it's right. like oh there's a creative opportunity yep. somebody calls me for an estimate I love creating estimates I love talking to clients I don't really like creating procedures and you know running quickbooks or whatever it is I'm like oh estimate yeah right and it's it's that sticking to the plan that's the most difficult part yep and the fourth one is uh communication and collaboration mm-hmm I don't want your opinion because I've already got a plan and we're just going to run after it. And I, I, if I collaborate with you, I can't just fly by the seat of my pants. Right. You want to, you want to know where we're going, what we're doing. I'll let you know when we get there. Right. Right. And so the collaboration and also the communication, not because I don't communicate well. If I'm, if I'm communicating, I think I do it really well. It's the prioritization of, Oh, they need to know this too. Well, it's the, it, the, that's the byproduct of the adaptability. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm running and gunning. We're, I know where we're going. Yeah. The people around me need to know how we're getting there, but it does. I, I, I just, we're going there and yeah. we'll 
pivot. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to be doing? How am I supposed to, you know, it's, it's, I'll the, let you know when we get there. It's the, that's right. Yeah. It's the communicating of that, that, that will, that will fail. And also for me, and I know a lot of contractors with, with the communication side of, I know where we're going. I, I know the path we're going. I don't know every step we're going to take. So right. if I try and communicate it, I'm going to be wrong or right. you're going to hold me to something that I don't want to be held to mm-hmm. because I might get there a different way. Right. And so it's a it's almost self-protective of I'm not going to communicate, not because I don't want to communicate, but I don't want to be held to that because I might change direction. I, I, I don't want to be held to communicating inaccurate yeah. things because I can't – I'm not going to be – I'm not going to pin myself in. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to this job site, then go to Home Depot, then go to this other job site. And then all of a sudden, I'm driving. I'm like, well, why don't I hit the two? Why don't I hit Home Depot first, and then the other job sites? Right. Well, uh, logistically, that makes the most sense. But I also promised the crew that I was going to show up, and I'm now two hours late. Right, right, because I did. I went to Home Depot first instead of going to their job first. Right. So stuff like that is where where that that the balls are dropped. Uh, and the last one is task completion and follow through. Um, that stands on its own. Sure. Uh, it's it, We are good at the first 90% and the last 10% takes about 90% effort. Uh-huh. Right. And so it's it's really good at getting things going, getting things off the ground, starting projects, doing the stuff that's fun. It's the follow through and completion of what I started. That is the most difficult part through today. I right. mean, every day that's a struggle. That's one of that's one of my biggest ones. Yeah. So well and I, I think if I look at these two lists and yeah. I, I were to look at kind of an overarching theme, I think the 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 strengths fall into reactive running. Yep. I'm great at anything reactive that comes at me. The firefighter mentality of like, I'm good at adapting. I'm good at, you know, moving and shaking and going from different place and task or, or multitasking. I'm great at that reactive running, which at the beginning of a business is everything. Yeah. Right. Um, but being proactive is the more difficult one because I have to be for, I have to have forethought of where I'm going and I have to plan my way to be proactive. That's the only way to be proactive yeah. is that I'm anticipating where I'm going. I'm anticipating what's going to be needed. And that falls into the kryptonite side of uh, uh, making a plan, following through. Again, you talk about the follow through. Um, if there's something that's in front of you that I've asked you to do, Hey, will you do this thing? You have full intent. Yes, I'll get that done. Yeah. But then your adaptability and multitasking, some other things come up that are reactive that fall more into the creative or desirable things. You're not going to not do it because what I said wasn't valuable. It was this other reactive things happened and I just ran that direction. Yep. Right? A, a great example of what you're saying. I, I can sit down and write out a procedure that we have to follow. Uh-huh. For this company, this is what we're going to follow. This is how you do it every step of the way. And yep. I can go high detail, yep. deep dive, hyper-focus in exactly the process that we have to follow on a job site. I can write that out in my sleep, and I enjoy it, and it's fun. This is what we need to do. Do I follow it? Never. Uh-huh. Right. That That's the struggle is yep. I know what we should do. I'm not – but uh, because I'm creative – adaptive and good at multitasking on the fly, I'm going to be super efficient. So right. it's a waste. I'm not going to upload photos. I, I know I got them on my phone. I'm going to keep going. Why would I put those into the software? Which is counterintuitive to growing with yes. hires. Yes. Right. Uh, and it makes complete sense. I've created the process that I expect everybody to do, Yep. but I'm the boss. Yeah. I don't, 
I own this company. I don't have to follow those things. Yep. And that it trickles down to the, to the company and eventually trickers, trickles down to the future leadership of the business. Yep. Right. And so that, that's, that's exactly the thing of like, you've had to work really hard of, I'm going to create these, but I'm also going to follow those because I understand on the short term, the value of me showing other people the way. Yep. And so because of that, when we're looking at the life cycle of a growing company, you start a company, you're running and gunning. I am the firefighter and there's only enough fire. There's enough fi- There's a limited amount of fires that I can fight myself. Mm-hmm. And so we can handle it and we can keep growing and I can, I'm going to hit my ceiling of how many fires I can be fighting. But all the processes are done. Every job is done differently because it's in my head. Yeah. I order the materials. I do my estimate this way. I do that, but I'm always firefighting and just problem solving from different angles. Right. Create creatively for sure, but it's different every time. I created a new way that I'm going to do this, and this way I'm going to do this. Oh, that's more efficient to do this. Let's do it that way. Well, for you, let's do it this way. And that works really well when I'm small. When I'm transitioning to be a boss, when I'm transitioning to hire someone, when I'm going into the growth mode of my company to go beyond hitting that ceiling, that is the opposite way that allows growth. And so the problem with companies started by guys and girls with ADHD is that we have a foundation of how things are done mm-hmm. that doesn't duplicate. Yeah. We've got a foundation of a house that's a thousand square feet and I'm trying to put a house that's 8,000 square feet on top of it. Right. It doesn't work. And so I need to recreate a new foundation, rip up the way that Everything happens in this company and pour an entirely new foundation, and, and it's overwhelming. Right. And it's like we'll, we'll get by. We'll just add a little bit here and we'll add a little bit here, and you've got seven different mini foundations all piecemeal together that doesn't work, and the house falls apart. Yeah. Right? So that's the biggest tr- issue with why it's so hard for, for GCs, especially with ADHD, to go from a one-man show to, to growing to the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so walking through that. How we lay that foundation differently and how we tear it up. That's what, I mean, that's what Alliance does. Uh, right. Whether you're ADHD or not, it's, this is the foundation you've built. Let's look at that. Let's change how that works. It's tough. It's difficult because if it made sense to you in your brain, you would have done it that way in the first, right. first, first place. But let's take that foundation and lay a larger foundation for the size of house we're about to build. Mm-hmm. Let's not build, let's not lay foundations as we build a house. Let's lay the whole foundation of exactly how this is going to be built and what's going to hold the structure of this company together. And let's do that the proper way now that we're going to get big. So the bigger companies are when they come to us, the, the more excavation we're doing and, and demo of that old foundation. And it's tough. Man. Yeah. It's tough. So I've got some solidified concrete in the wrong way. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So when you're transitioning to a boss, let's, uh, and, and growing your company to the next level, let's not talk about the strengths. We know what your strengths are yeah. and, and continue that. When we go through those, these five weaknesses, and this is where we're going to end, we're going to go through these five weaknesses as if I'm going from a one man show to gr- growing to the next level how do I actively work on these weaknesses? So one thing I'd like to add is, you know, one of the things that we've seen is that, you know, some of the most successful businessmen in the world, they're one of the the main character traits is that they're self-aware. They understand their strengths, but more importantly, they understand their weaknesses. And by nature of that, they have 
the, and they're, and they're honest with themselves about that of like, you know what? This is never going to be a strength of mine. So I'm either going to do one of two things. I'm going to surround myself with people that compliment and help me with the things that I'm weak at or are better at it than I am. Yeah. Or, um, they, they realize that there are some things they need to put into place yeah. to help them execute the things that they're weak at, whether it's reminders or notes or whatever, whatever it is. So one of the biggest things that you need to understand is that for you to grow into the next level of business, these things that are your weakness are going to become the things you have to be able to know how to do yeah. or they have to be executed. So well, be honest with yourself yeah. about these are things that I'm, I'm, I struggle with and I'm just never going to be good at it, but I've got to be better at that. Yeah. And along with that, for me, you know, with, with my struggles with ADHD, the, one of the best things my parents ever did for me is that psychiatrist that I went to in mm-hmm. middle school because I, I didn't just get diagnosed and be put on Ritalin as, as a kid. I was diagnosed, put on Ritalin, and then I worked through how, how to self uh, be self-aware from uh, my experience on the medicine, right? right? So my psychiatrist would walk me through, and I remember. I mean, it was forever ago, but I remember walking through and 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 talking about what I enjoyed about myself when I was on my medicine. Uh-huh. What what did I do well, and what did I? What was just like jaw dropping that I could do when I'm on medicine, and so I'd be I'd start getting this awareness of how I was acting on medicine Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, so I can do that. I've, I I am capable. I did when I was on that medicine and I'd start working on doing it off medicine. Yeah. And so I'm not, we're not going to go into what medicines and how often all that stuff, but I I love that with it. It's a self-awareness thing of like, okay, I can do this stuff. It's harder for me to sit down and do it than it is for someone who's naturally uh, not that, not the same as me, right. but that doesn't mean I can't do it. It's uh-huh. just self-control and right. learning and, and being aware. So we're going to cover the, the five weaknesses again, but we're going to talk about those five weaknesses in the transition of now I'm a boss. Now I'm growing. Now I'm going to the next level. Right. This is how I make these weaknesses strengths. Yeah. And you got to do that. Now we've said before, if you want to be a big company, you got to start acting like a big company. Yeah. So even if you're a one man show, implement this stuff today and start mm-hmm. working on the, what we're about to cover today to get to when you're to, to be a big company. Yeah. Don't think, well, when I get there, I'll start doing that. Stuff. Yeah. Well, and um, and that's one of the things that we'd recommend doing, right? Write these down, yeah. write yourself. Yep. What is this something I struggle with? And if it is, how do I overcome that? What yeah. are, what are some things that I can put into place that work for me to be able to execute that thing. Yeah. So if this was a workshop, we'd go through these one at a time. So let's let's do that. So number one, organization and time management. Mm-hmm. If you are struggling with that, if you are less than an eight on that, which most people really think that they're good at it because they do a lot. Right. But doing a lot doesn't mean you're good at time management. Yeah. Just because you worked 80 hours last week doesn't mean you're good at time management. It probably means you're not good at it because mm-hmm. you had to work for 80 hours because oh, right. you didn't get things done and you right. had to still go back and do it. So organization and time management. Jared, what would you suggest if I struggle with that and I'm not good at that and I'm trying to get to the next level, what should I start doing to work on myself on that? Let's take a quick break. Hey, real quick. You're listening to this podcast because you are growing your company to the next level. Getting efficient, building structure, and creating organization is a foundation of growth. 
We've created ProStruct 360 software so you can spend less time doing paperwork and more time growing your company. Sign up today for free at ProStruct360.com. Whether you're using our free version to send estimates and invoices and getting paid online, or you choose one of our paid subscriptions to add in sending work orders, email and QuickBooks integrations, and so much more, stop putting off what you know is necessary to get to the next level. Take control of your growth at ProStruct360.com. Well, part of the reason why time management for specifically someone who has ADD is so difficult is that they may sit down to try and do the things that they're not good at. But when that creative thing comes up or something that is an easier pivot, um, they're going to default to going that way. Yep. Right. Um, and it's, it's a waste of time, but it's not, it doesn't feel like a waste of time because they're, you're moving, you're doing right. And so I think the biggest thing is learning. And this is, we start this with our Alliance members when they align with us with the first four weeks, we have some base fundamentals we start with. And one of those is time management and it's learning how to block your time for those creative things, but also block your time for the places when, so, you know, you and I talked earlier, you said one of the things for you is like when you've got a task that you don't really love, but then the creative thing, like an estimate came up, you would pivot to that estimate. Well, if you actually have time managed where on Tuesday mornings, you've got three hours set aside to do estimates. When that thing pops up, you've got a place to put it. Yeah. Right. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to be able to, I'm going to get to do that. Right. So time management and time blocking is a big piece of that, that I think is where, where we yeah. start with everybody. Yeah. And I think most people come in scared of that because it's like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to live by calendar. Great. Well, yeah. Let's live two mornings a week by a calendar. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. That's all I'm asking for. Right. Well, and and I, so it's, I, it's baby steps to get there. I said earlier in the, in the beginning of the business, everything is, is reactive yeah. for the most part. But if you want to grow to the next level, you have to become proactive. Right. And the only way to do that is managing your time. That's right. Attention to detail. Uh, so yeah. uh, how do we double down on attention to detail from it being a weakness to making it a strength for us as we grow uh, into an, uh, a boss or uh, growing your company to the next level. Right. Um, I, I would say uh, for, for me, I would say there's two things. One time management helps with that as well. Yeah. Right. If, if I've got a space of time that is meant for me to take something to fully baked and, and remembering the details and, and getting things all the way out. The other one is having somebody along with you that can be a part of it with you. That if we're going to, do something that uh, is is difficult that's going to require thinking through all the details and making sure to get all the details put in there. Bring somebody in who's detail-oriented that yeah. can help with that. Um, but then when you're talking, you know uh, – when you're talking about details, where does your brain go when you're thinking about like details? Is it like fully baking information or a, a, a topic or something that needs to be executed? Or you mean like task, like executing tasks? Well, for me, I mean, attention to detail and, and that being a weakness is more I, – I do the stuff that's important and not the detailed stuff. And right. so uh, for me to, to grow to the next level with it, it's saying, okay – where am I missing details? It's it's stepping back and grading myself like I'm my own boss and saying, okay, where where am I bad? Well, I'm terrible at my estimates are are great, but that last ten percent I end up spending fifty fifty percent of my profits. Right. Well, it's because you didn't detail out the estimates. So great, this is going to be the new process. I I would when I was writing estimates, I'd always miss dumpsters, haul off, 
landscaping and cleaning Mm -hmm. every single time. So Mm -hmm. I wrote a sticky note, put it on my computer. Those four things need to be detailed on my estimate. Right. right? And so I started making catches for myself to add detail to things. Uh, I'd hire uh, somebody and uh, you know, you came in and I was like, okay, what are you missing that you need? And I wouldn't critique you for, for telling me weak spots that I have. I would be like, okay, cool. Let's write that down. I'm going to fix that. Uh Right. And so it's not, it's allowing yourself to be critiqued. Uh, on on the details and that sort of thing that other people can give you eyes on that you might not see. Again, yourself. that's a place of being self-aware of like, yeah. I'm losing money on jobs and I'm losing money on jobs because I I didn't spend that extra 30 minutes to review everything and make sure I had all the details, yep. right? Uh, the next one, planning and prioritizing. And for me, this is the ADHD brain mm-hmm. doesn't see a day, the hours in a day, the same way that a non-ADHD brain does Mm -hmm. right it is a i've got time later not when on my calendar is this going to fit so like like you brought up earlier i prioritized uh uh, at my weaknesses i prioritized the creative fun stuff that i enjoyed doing Mm -hmm. that was always a priority for me and i wasn't good at planning when i was going to do that so what i've done and this sounds very juvenile but i use it works it's a reward system and i did this yesterday and this is a great example i there was a bunch of things I had, to, I had to prep for this podcast. I had to meet for finances with the GC company. I had um, – there was a bunch of stuff, emails I had to send. Mm-hmm. I had some follow-ups and other things. And I also – we're about to build a, a warehouse on my land where we're going to you know, move make the office. It, make, yeah. it, do office, a bunch of stuff. And all I want to do is get in SketchUp and start building out the floor plan and look at exactly how it's going to be. That's the fun, creative side. That yeah. If I can, if I could just do one thing today, it's going to be that. Yeah. And so normally, if I'm living out of my weaknesses, I would have started my day yesterday with that. And all my morning good energy would have been to building this scale model of the warehouse that we're building and all this other stuff. Uh, and I would have started there. Right. But instead – how I correct that, how do I how I move to a growing company in maturity and self-awareness is I got on my calendar, I said, okay, I gotta send Patrick an email, so put that on my calendar. Mm-hmm. I've got to send this. I got I gotta prep for our podcast. I'm gonna put three hours for that because I need to I need to dive deep. And so I built out my calendar. I said, okay, if I get all this done by three, from three to five before I leave here, I can do my sketchup. Yeah. It's a reward. And it, like I said, it sounds like I'm I'm eight years old. If you do this, you get a piece of candy, but it works because yeah. I never got to building that SketchUp because I ran out of time yesterday yeah. because I expected everything to go well. And then all of a sudden, Jared walks in my office. Hey, we got to do this. Uh, we have someone walk in about the T-shirts we need to do. right? And so everything starts adding up and pushing on my plan yeah. to where the stuff that I didn't have to do that I would have started with now got pushed. Yeah. Right? Well, and, and I think I think the byproduct of doing it the other way, yeah. um, and I, I, I would imagine that some people would connect with this, if you had started, and in the past this has happened, not a hit against you, but just yeah. the, the things that have happened, you've spent that time in the morning doing that creative thing when you knew you had the those six or seven other tasks that like they were, they needed to get done. Yeah. And you would spend that time and then you would look up and be like, Oh my gosh, I spent four hours on this thing. I got to get this stuff done. And so you would get those other things done, but some of them would be half baked. Yeah. They would, for sure. it's, it's done. It's not done, done. Yep. Right. And you would execute them, but it, it actually created more time that you needed to spend on them. Cause now we got to take the half done thing and now we got to come back and meet about it again and fix right. that thing. Right. That's right. And so doing it the other way around and being honest with yourself and saying, I've got to, I want to do this thing. Let me execute these things so I can execute them well and get them complete. And then I can reward myself. Yeah. And like everything else we're talking about, 
it only takes a little bit of proactivity to think about this stuff. Yep. It, this isn't this isn't rocking your world to to start implementing some of the stuff to yeah. to think about your day and stack your tasks with the things you love doing at the end. I'm going to get to that task. So I'm going to burn through this other stuff. It's yeah. not hard. It takes me five minutes in the morning to figure out what I'm doing today right. when I sit down. Uh, all right. Number four, communication and collaboration. Yeah. So again, this is being self-aware of, okay, I know that I'm bringing in people. I know that I'm not good at communicating the plan, but I am going to give Jared permission to raise a flag on me. And again, that's that's on all of these. But with that, it's when do you feel missed? Mm-hmm. When do you feel uh, like I'm just running running too fast and not thinking about what's going on around me? Yeah. Uh, and, and giving you that permission to say that, to raise that flag. Um, and my wife and other people around me. It's funny. I, I committed to my wife last week. I'm not going to start any more companies this year. <laughs> not right. this year. Yeah. I need I need and I uh, hold me accountable to it. Again, that's not really communicating and collaborating, but again, it's I'm bringing people in and I'm committing to the plan. Yeah. And even though I won't want to stick to that plan, let's collaborate and we're in this together and we're committing to the same plan together. Well, I I I really do think uh, you know what you said is I think really applies to this. I think this specific space is as an owner, you're inviting accountability. Yeah. Um, because if you have, if you're growing, you're bringing on employees. Yeah. One of, one of the most important things of having an employee is having them know and understand what growth and direction and where we're going and what's happening and how we're going to get there. Yep. Right. And especially if you're, you're hiring people that are a complement to your weakness. Yeah. Right. Those people have to have and know a plan. Yep. And by nature of that, You've got to be, you've got to spell out the plan and put yourself in a box yep. for a period of time. Um, and some of the ways that we've done that in the past is I know you and I know your desire to create and create forward movement. And so what we've done in the past is say, we made this decision and we, we, we need to get to X place and at this place, you can run and gun and create whatever you want. Yep. But until then, we have to – and here's the goals. Here's the markers. And what that actually did for you is it it did hem you into a box, but it gave you some, okay, so all we have to do is create this forward movement and these decisions, and then I can do this creative thing. Yeah. So it's that same type of thing. It's just inviting people in to hold you accountable to that thing. That's right. That's so, right. Well, and that brings us to the fifth one, task completion and follow through. Yeah. Again, what one of my – Best tricks with with fixing this is Siri on my iPhone. Sure. This morning, a great example. I was supposed to follow up with one of our clients. Uh, Jared walked it yesterday. I was supposed yeah. to do that. That was on on my long task list of things to do. Yeah. Uh, and I thought yesterday, I told him I was going to do it. Yesterday, I, I thought to myself, I don't have to, I, the follow up is, hey, let's have a phone call. And I didn't have time for a phone call yesterday. Right. And so I was like, oh, I'll do it later. Yeah. This morning, you walk in and say, hey, did you follow up with that guy? And I said, oh, no, I didn't. And I wouldn't have ever thought of it again until you said that, right? right? And so I, the follow-through, the the task completion is always a struggle for me. So what I did immediately when you said that, when I've already forgotten it once, I hit my Siri button and I say, Siri, remind me today at noon to follow up with so-and-so, right? Yeah. And so I have a task written there. If I was sitting in front of my computer, I would have put it on my calendar. It would have been a five-minute appointment on my calendar to, to call that person. Yeah. But I have a systematic way that when a task is falling through the crack, I can schedule it to do. Yeah. Right. And so I, I will get that ding on my phone and now I got to have self-control to either do it or 
set it up again for later. Right. But, but that's, you've you've also invited your management team around you yes. to uh, you've you've spelled out if you walk into my office and tell me blase blase blase, I will forget. I, it's not intentional. It's not that you don't matter. It's not that what you said is not important. Yep. It's if you come in and talk to me and tell me something you want me to do, I'm most likely going to forget. So send me an email I've or a text message. I have the, the self-awareness to know I need to get that done for Jared, so I'm going to flag it. So you've invited us to do that. Yep. And then if it doesn't get, get done, you've also invited us to come in and be like, hey, yeah. When are you going to get that done? Yeah. Harass me till it happens. Yeah. And, and it's, but that's being self-aware. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's inviting the people in around me to be like, I know I'm bad at this, that it's not an excuse, Yeah. but it is, you have full, full uh, permission to come in and say, Hey, you said you're going to do this. Did you do it? Right. I'm not going to be annoyed that you're micromanaging me because I'm not good at that. Yeah. And I, and I've proven myself time and time again that I might not have done it. Yeah. And that's okay. That's, that's just who I am and that's what's going to happen. But at the same time, I'm going to work hard to not do that. And so when it does happen, it's a, it's, it's an exception. It's not yeah. the norm. Well, and you're also aware of the fact that there, there's a, there's a, a fair amount of people now that depend on you executing something yeah. so that they can do the thing they need to do. Yep. Right. And so, you don't you don't want them to be you know have lack of productivity based on you not executing something. Yeah. So that's why that's another reason why you've invited people into it. I, I have a tendency f- to forget. I don't want to, but if I do, remind me. Yep, that's right. So those are the five things that I'd say if you are looking to start working on yourself. If you are ADHD, if you have someone working for you, send this to them. Mm-hmm. But if if you are that way and struggle with these five things, write them down. Yeah. And write one thing next to them. What you're going to do this week to start working on each of them. Yeah. Right. And say, okay, uh, I'm going to fix this by this. I'm going to put one hour every Tuesday to work on X and yeah. and just time block a little bit. Give us an hour here, two hours there and set it up like you do your estimates, right? If I set up an estimate for Tuesday at, at two in the afternoon, I will be there at two in the afternoon and I won't be answering my phones. I won't be checking my email. I'll be talking with that client because that's important. Right. From two to three, no one's going to get a hold of me because yeah. I'm on the job site with that client. Do the same thing for yourself and your company. Agreed. From yep. 2 to 3 on Tuesday afternoon, I'm going to have my phone off and not have my emails pulled up, and I'm going to work on time blocking for the rest of the week. Or yep. I'm going to work on how I'm going to follow these processes better, how I'm going to start controlling this part of my life that is not that, – that I struggle with, that keeps coming up as an issue. So. Yep. Well, and start there. I, I think if you are a manager or an owner and you don't struggle with this, but you have people that are working for you that you're constantly frustrated because they're dropping the ball yep. or they're forgetting things, this may actually give you a perspective of understanding it's not intentional. They're not lazy. It could be. You might yep. have hired the wrong person. Yep. But um, if the if this is a person that struggles with these things, these are also some ideas that you can apply to them and understand, okay, it's not the fact that they don't care or don't matter. They just don't operate the way that I operate. So how can I help them? Yeah. How can I support them to be able to execute the thing? And a big, a big indicator is if you have somebody who is um, – you find yourself frustrating, but frustrated because there's like things that they drop the ball on or whatever, but their clients love them. Their, their subs love them. They're energetic. They're out there. That's why you hired them because yep. they're good with people or they're, you know, whatever. 
there's a probably a high probability that they they struggle with the details, they struggle with organizing their time, they struggle with that. So come in and help them. Yeah. So that's great. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. If you want to talk more, go to our website, proserve360.com, proservealliance.com. Either one works. Hit us up uh, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. All the things. YouTube. Yeah. Subscribe, yeah. like, help us out. So, Shoot us some comments. We love to see comments, and we'll reply back to them. That's it. Thank you. Talk to you all on the next podcast. See you then.